Section 20 of the United States. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Rita Boutros. The World Story, Volume 13, The United States, edited by Eva March Tappan. Section 20 how philadelphia celebrated the ratification of the constitution seventeen eighty eight by john bach mcmaster philadelphia was the first large city to receive the news of the adoption of the constitution and there the popular rejoicings put on a more impressive form it was known so early as the twenty sixth of june that new hampshire had assented but every one felt that the Constitution could never be firmly set up while so great and populous a state as Virginia held out. When, therefore, the post that came in on the evening of the 2nd of July brought letters telling that Virginia was federal, the doubts and fears that had tormented men for seven months were put at rest. It was instantly determined that the coming fourth of July should be made the occasion for a great display of federal spirit, that there should be speeches and toasts and a procession, and that the procession, it was said, should be such a one as the continent had never seen. Not a moment was wasted, and by the night of the third all was ready. The pavements had been swept, the trees had been lopped ten ships had been procured dressed in bunting and anchored in the delaware one at the foot of every street from the north liberties to south street they were typical of the ten ratifying states as the first rays of the morning sun came over the eastern bank of the delaware the ship rising sun which lay at the foot of market street fired a national salute the bells of christ church rang out and each of the ten vessels on the river ran up to her masthead a broad white flag which spread by a stiff breeze from the south displayed the name of the commonwealth for which she stood meanwhile the procession was fast forming in the city but the sun had been four hours up before it began to move every trade every business every occupation of life was represented there were saddlers and gunsmiths, stone-cutters, tanners, brewers, merchants, doctors, shipwrights, and stocking-makers. The cordwainers sent a miniature shop. The rope-makers marched each with a bunch of hemp and a piece of rope in his hand. The manufacturer's society delighted the crowd with the spectacle of a huge wagon drawn by ten horses and neatly covered with cotton cloth of their own make. On the wagon were a lace loom, a printing mill, a carding and a spinning jenny of eighty spindles. Compared with the cunningly and exquisitely wrought machines now to be found in the mills and factories of New England, they would seem rude and ill-formed, but they were among the newest inventions of the age, and were looked on by our ancestors as marvels of mechanical ingenuity. There, too, were represented in succession, 
independence the french alliance the definitive treaty the convention of the states and the federal roof a huge dome supported by thirteen corinthian columns but the cheering was never so loud as when the federal ship union came in sight she had it was whispered among the crowd been built in four days her bottom was the barge of the ship alliance and was the same that had once belonged to the serapis and had been taken in the memorable fight by paul jones she mounted twenty guns and had upon her deck four small boys who performed all the duties of a crew set sail took a pilot on board trimmed the sheets to suit the breeze threw out the lead cast anchor at union green and set off dispatches to the president of the united states when the end of the procession had passed union green wilson gave the address hopkinson wrote the ode which printed in english and in german was scattered among the people and sent off on the wings of carrier pigeons to the ten ratifying states that night the streets of the city were bright with bonfires and noisy with the shouts of revellers who had taken too many bumpers to the french king to the american fabius and the builders of the federal roof but the rejoicings did not end with the day for months afterward the newspapers gave unmistakable evidence of the pleasure with which the great mass of the people contemplated the new plan the word federal became more popular than ever it was given by town committees and selectmen as names to streets in numberless towns and was used as a catchword by tradesmen and shopkeepers one advertisement informed the public where the federal minuet was to be obtained in another a dancing master announced that he would give instruction in the federal minuet a third invited gentlemen who visited the city to put up their horses at the federal stables a number of designs were suggested for a lady's federal hat federal punch became the drink of the day in the shipping news in the list of packets that had arrived and brigs that had sailed appeared notices that the sloop anarchy when last heard from was ashore on union rocks that the scow old federation imbecility master had gone to sea and that on the same day the staunch ship federal constitution with public credit commercial prosperity and national energy on board had reached her haven in safety end of section twenty this recording is in the public domain.